previously on Live at 605. Mm-hmm. And be like, don't be worry, kind of dude. Tip. In about 10 years, you'll have a brazen brown chick you can also date. Who you can give just the tip to. John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Coming to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto. This is season 10, episode 10, overall episode 115 (laughs) for your boy over here. And uh, this is live at 605. What about this girl over here? No, I was was introducing the podcast in general. I wasn't introducing your boy in general. I was just kind of dropping some knowledge on people. Gotcha. So sitting to my left, possibly you're right. The one and only 49% shareholder of Live at 605, Ms. Val Gomez. You did not see my eye roll there, but I am your podcaster, co-podcaster, Val, slash creative force behind this damn thing. No, so. <laughs> no I know what I was going to say. What? We'll get into this. I want to talk about this more later on. This is a little tease. You know how the Oscar nominations came out today? Yeah. And there's a famous hashtag going around. Wait, they came out today? Oh, sorry, Thursday. <laughs> it's like, okay. There's a famous hashtag being used right now called what Oscar's so white. Yes. Because everyone's white. What I'm going to do, I think every every week, it depends on who has more shares or more. Yeah. This week, because we like diversity on our podcast, <laughs> I'm giving, you got 52% of the podcast because yes. Live at 605 is so diverse. Yeah. Should be this week's hashtag. So 605. So diverse should be so, the name of the podcast. Ooh. I'm just saying because it's 2016. That's fair. That's fair. But anyways, I'll tell you about that later on, but I, I meant to start the podcast with saying you got more shares. Gotcha. Because uh, it's like, at this point, it shouldn't even be diverse. Everyone should just be everybody. <laughs> White, yellow, brown, this purple. This is getting off on a weird tangent. It is. So this is why you should start the podcast. So, this is 52%. why don't you tell the lovely listeners how they can get in contact with us? Gladly. Facebook.com slash live at 605 for all your podcast wants and needs. I will admit, I was slacking this week on the Facebook you post. Are. I was it little, was really busy, though. Yeah, a little light. I had um, one good Insta- or picture of Carrie Matheson, like, crying. I didn't even see it. You didn't see it? No, I let me keep, see. I'll show it to you. I won't read it out loud. So go there for fav- for our favorite things. And then on Instagram and Twitter, mm-hmm. I am uh, at Malincamp. I am at ValGomez23 on both your Insta and Twitter. And what are people doing on the iTunes? iTunes, drop us a comment on our iTunes page and subscribe because every comment you leave for us pushes us back into the news and noteworthy. So it's a picture It's a picture of Carrie Matheson from Homeland, kind of <laughs> with the lip quiver, and it says, when John predicts he won't be hungover on Halloween. Because <laughs> last week's episode was all about 2016 predictions. predictions. I will say there is one prediction we didn't call out on the podcast. Uh, is it because, uh, is it have to do with this podcast uh, and technology? Yes. What is it? Is it, will John actually figure out how to use the second microphone that we bought him two years ago? Well, first of all, you, you can't be mad at a brother for wanting to be close to you. Yes, I can. I have one, pot, one microphone yeah. we get close. There's pot. like $200 worth of technology sitting right there. Second of all. We're busy people, working all the time, like <laughs> living life, loving it. Mm-hmm. I ask you, it's okay, Saturday, we got the day off to ourselves. Yeah. Do we not spend yesterday, Saturday, spent about 14 hours out of this apartment? <laughs> Do you want me to come in here at 3 I'm in sorry, the morning? what were you doing today? <laughs> oh, I ate a couple Twizzlers and watched um, <laughs> classic MLB World Series 2009. That's cool. I didn't you want to you while you're No, no, you also did work with me, too. So, But I do feel, just saying, it's not a prediction, it's almost... 
a nice to have would be for at least season 11 yeah. of the podcast, we can master using two microphones again. We will. I predict by the end of the season, we'll have two mics up and running. Okay, so how do we feel last week's podcast went? It was good. I think we made some real wild predictions. Mm-hmm. I wrote them all down, so as things go on, we right. can kind of talk about that. Yeah. Uh, I think it was a lot of fun. What did you think about last week's episode? I really liked it. Um, I definitely loved listening to them in the morning, and I thought... One prediction was, like, your Ottawa Senators. We did win one game this weekend. Yeah, we didn't even get to watch it. We didn't get to watch it, so maybe we are the deciding factor in Ottawa Sun playoff um, opportunities. Uh, What was I going to say? Did you you listen to the new Sting yet on the podcast? It's too scary. It's my favorite thing I've done. We've done, like, close to damn near over 50 Stings. And my new favorite Sting is this one. 2016 predictions. Do me a favor and... Get over here. Get over here. <laughs> it's too scary. Get over no. here. That's going to be my new character. I have, uh, what's the old man's name? Leonard. Leonard talks like this. Yeah. But I think this guy can be Barry. Mm, get over here, girl. How is Barry. Ew. My name's Barry. And, um, no, don't say a, something. I'm not. I'm not. You're going to say something. No, I'm not. Because this is Barry's character. So, Leonard? Yeah. <gasps> I'm Leonard. I put, I put things in my ass. He says dirty things. Yeah. But Barry talks real creepy, but he's actually a really nice Why guy. Why is his name not Scorpion? <laughs> well, it's because Scorpion. <laughs> they call me the Scorpion, you know why? No. Because I sting those people who aren't nice to the less fortunate. Whoa. I, I just, I'm going to get so meta. Hold okay, on. Okay, sure. Do you think the landlord guy who has the Scorpion tattoo on his head? Whoa. If he ever came up to you and was like, and mm. you need me to fix your light? Yeah. Get over get here. Get over here. <laughs> Do you think he sounds like Scorpion? No, because he he sounds like sounds like this. And I'll tell you guys real quick, about three years ago, this uh, guy I had living in apartment 605 blew out his light fuse, and the guy came up to me and told me to fix it. And I didn't want to, because I said, son, you're going to have to fix it yourself, because I got a Scorpion tattoo on my head. This is, is his name old Bessie? <laughs> I don't know. He sounded like an old southern gent. Anyway. And he had a Scorpion tattoo on his head, and he sassed me on Easter. <laughs> Do you have a sponsorship for this week? Uh, kind of. Go. Sponsorship of the week. Uh, I kind of do. I don't. Do you off topic or do you on topic have a sponsor? Because <laughs> we're talking about sponsors. No, I don't know. Do I we? feel like it's like it's weirdly. I'm hitting that point of the podcast oh life cycle where I'm like, I either don't remember what's been happening because my brain is so fried. You got donkey brain. Donkey brain, but. Or I've just been happier. So I'm like, maybe or I'm avoiding people because we walk home these days. That's true. The walking home bugs me. No, I do have one. It's obviously no. it's TTC related. Uh, Happened to me twice this week. Mm-hmm. Two times out of five times going into work. There's some bullshit. Okay. I take the subway to Union Station and then I take a streetcar to work. Right. And while I'm at Union Station waiting for a streetcar, all the TTC employees are there. So you would think if people have shift change or yeah, they got a yeah. lunch break, they'll do it up there and there'll totally. be no delay. Twice this week yeah. going into work. I'm not going in at 2 in the afternoon yeah. or 5 in the morning. I'm going in at peak hours. I'm talking like 9.25 a.m. Peak Jeez. hours. <laughs> Twice yeah. on my way there. We stop halfway to my destination. Right. And the TTC driver or streetcar driver, whatever you want to call him, technician asshole, yeah. is just like... Uh, guys, this is my checkpoint. I'm getting out, and there should be another person here uh, in a couple minutes. What? So the guy gets off, yeah. abandons us twice yeah. this week. Yeah. And we sit there, 
and we got to wait for for the driver changeover. I'm like, why isn't How the changeover? How long is the changeover? Oh, it's between zero to seven minutes. Whoa. Yeah, it's a long. Two minutes is a long time. Two minutes is a long time. And it's not like he waits for the guy to come. And he's no, like, okay. he just ditches you. He guys. just gets off twice, and it's not like I was close enough to That's get off and up. walk. So it's like, what the, why aren't they doing this at Union Station? We had that. So it's two bullshit. gigs ago, when I used to commute up into North York, we had like you remember like that commute was so long. It was streetcar to subway, yeah. subway to bus, right. bus to walk, yeah, right to get to like the beyond Narnia like uh, destination. And so, one time I remember the bus driver, mm. like, because we were going across Eglinton, he literally just got stopped. He saw Tim Hortons, oh, okay. stopped the bus, yeah, and literally was like, hold on a second, and went in line to go get breakfast what? in the morning. When and we're all just sitting there in the bus till he came back. And I think to me, it's like, how do you do that? If I'm like mid meeting, I'm not like, stop. Yeah. I'm going to get breakfast. Right. Right? Like, I just think that's rude. We're now, like, you're in charge of, like, 50 people on the streetcar. Exactly. Or on a bus. We're on, you're on our time now. Yeah, it's bullshit. I think you do that stuff beforehand. Or plan the routes better. Yeah, or do your lunch break when when it's assigned, dude. Like, don't be wasting our damn time. Oh, yeah. I also, on the streetcar going into work... This lady, uh, you know, when you, you obviously you pull the button when it's your next stop. Yeah. This person hit the emergency stop button. The alarm started going like, whoop, <laughs> And the driver is so pissed off. He's like, what are you doing? And I don't think the woman could read was what I was thinking. Oh, she's illiterate. Yeah, because she like hit this big red button that says like, emergency, do not press. Uh-oh. And she hit it. And then the guy couldn't find which button she pressed to turn yeah, it off. That blows. But that was, again, like another two to three minute delay where I'm like, like, come on, I'm trying to go to work here, trying That's to get my ass there in the morning. Not to mention they're doing all this shit when they raise the TTC prices. I know. I think we should just get Presto cards. I don't know. No, fuck them. <laughs> I shouldn't even be taking the TTC. Going back like a year and a half, two yeah. years ago, that guy sassed me for no reason. Exactly. So once again, I hope I hope there's TTC employees who listen to this because <laughs> fuck you, you're awful. No, don't say that. Just make the system better. Make the system better. Anyway, I did get through free once this week because I went through the turnstile and it was already green, so I went through. So f you, <laughs> CK. <laughs> But um, that, that, that's my sponsorship. I didn't think I had one, but now no, I'm, now I'm you're all riled, riled up, up again. Riled up like someone just said they discovered St. Lucia before I did. Like, <laughs> come on now. But anyways, that's my sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. Talked to Pop Smallin on the phone today. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got to find out if last week's episode was Pop Smallin approved or not. What do you think it was? I don't know. I wasn't there when you spoke to him. You were cleaning the bathroom. Is that there with you? <laughs> I'm concerned you live in like an 800 square foot apartment right. where the bathroom is like the... And, uh, and I quote, I can't talk to him near you because I won't have a connection. I'm like, okay, I'll just sit here while you sit on your comfy couch. I'll sit here on my hands and he's scrubbing the bathtub. Have you ever talked on the phone on the toilet? No, that's disgusting. I did it once recently. You better have not done it to me. I think I did do it to you because I felt more comfortable Ew! doing it to you. I think it's so disgusting. Like, this is my sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. When I cannot stand, last night we'll obviously do this in chronological order, but it was dear friend of the podcast, Benoit's birthday. We went to the hideout, and for some reason we all started talking about, like, the grossest, like, unhygienic. I did not partake in that. You were, like, dead to the world yesterday. But, like, everybody was talking about their, like, most, like, unhygienic 
person they know in terms of bathroom representation and anything that has to do with the bathroom outside of like cleaning the bathroom disgusts me like all parts of it and so to me it's so gross when people talk to you while they're on the phone in the bathroom because i just think it's like what are you doing with your hands yeah unless unless you got like a headset on no that's still disgusting i I was at i was at a place using the washroom this past week some guy waltzes in on the phone yeah sits down on the toilet And I was like, anytime someone uses the phone in yeah. a public bathroom yeah. on, like, the shitter, yeah. I always make it a habit to flush the toilet five times yeah. and make, like, <laughs> sounds <laughs> to be like, because I just want the person to be like, are you on the toilet? I think it's so disgusting. Yeah. Like, I don't want to hear somebody dropping a load <laughs> and then actually asking me to go out for dinner ten seconds later. Yeah, do you want to ooh, go out for dinner tonight? No, that's disgusting. That sounds like something Leonard would say. Not Barry. Barry would be like, get over here so we can have a nice cuisine together. I'll cook you a dinner and then I'll get you in a cab ride safe. <laughs> That's Barry. He's nice. He sounds creepy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, what do you think? Uh, Pops Mountain approved or not? I think so. This week's episode of... Last week's episode of Live 6 to 5 was officially Pops Mountain approved. Damn, dog. That was officially Pops Mountain approved. He said he really very much enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. He said he he said Nicole Brown Smith or something. <laughs> didn't really, so I didn't know didn't really elaborate on that, no. but he just said her name because you were talking about O.J. Yeah. Simpson. Uh, he said it was really good, uh, but he just thinks we should bring back more games. Oh, okay. So I might bring back Hit the Post today. Okay. Maybe hit that uh, a little bit later on. Done. Um, but, yeah, I, he, he very much enjoyed it, so Quite it's fast. good to have him back on it. And we got a lot to talk about this week. It's been an intense week this week. A lot of... Uh, a lot of scary-ass shit happening. Yeah, we, I got notes. I wrote down Mr. Mm-hmm. Robot, Reverend, David Bowie, Guns N' Roses, Parties, Kanye West, Alan Rickman. Celine Dion. So where do you want, where do you want to start this thing? I guess let's start at the beginning of the week. Start this ting. Start this ting, man. So it is crazy. So I think every day this week something has happened to some degree. Yeah. And so... When I was walking to work in the morning on Monday, it had to have been Monday, is David Bowie Day. Yeah. Because I was in one meeting and, sorry, I was walking to work and all I get is a text message from podcaster friend Miranda being like, oh my God, David Bowie. Mm -hmm. And then I remember seeing like kind of a headline on breakfast television, but not having it register. And so like on the way to the subway, it's like, David Bowie has cancer. Um, David Bowie, who's had cancer, has died at the age of 69. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit. This is so crazy because, one, I've seen David Bowie twice in concert. You have. Right? Uh, yeah. It's also, it was just recently his birthday because his birthday is the same day as my brother Brandon's birthday. And he put out a new album. He put out another album literally on his birthday, which is kind of like putting out your memoirs. Yeah. So when I got to work, our whole team was like talking about it and just kind of like singing like Space Oddity or Life on Mars or yeah. whatnot. And I was just like... It felt really weird because it's one of those idols. I know you just recently started listening to David Bowie. Like four episodes ago on the sponsorship was me saying I like David Bowie. Just discovered it. But I think it's like I've loved David Bowie for years and years and years. And so this feels like one of those rock stars that is part of my childhood that I can't believe is gone. And there's no opportunity to see him in concert again, which kind of freaks me out. 
that we're hitting that age where certain rock stars are starting to pass off. Well, but then there's the rock stars who aren't going anywhere, like the Rolling Stones. But I mean, having said that, I saw the Rolling Stones for SARS Fest way back when SARS was prevalent. Yeah, that was like 15 years ago. 15 they were only 80 years old. Right? And that's the thing. Mick Jagger looked like he was about to have like a coronary attack well, on stage. Especially their drummer. That old right? fuck. So, but they're all just like, they're <laughs> old. super old. And so even though I probably wouldn't see the Stones again, people like seeing We Saw You 2 for my birthday. Yeah. Um, like Brian Wilson. Right. So like Bono, Brian Wilson. Um, what you want to call? I don't even know who else there would be that I would want to see who are older individual bands. But well, I wrote down a few things because <clears throat> it's like, yeah, just talking about concerts that you're you're glad you've seen because it's like, oh, mm-hmm. you don't want them to pass away. It's like David Bowie, you got to see. Do you ever get to see someone like Amy Winehouse? No, but I remember literally when Amy Winehouse passed. Like, the week before Amy Winehouse passed away was when I really got into her, and I went to go try and find Back um, back to Black and Vinyl for Brandon. Yeah, because she's one of those artists where it's like, okay, I know she's played Toronto. It's yeah. like, oh, shit, I missed her. Yeah. Oh, she'll be back two years from now when she got a new album. You yeah. wouldn't think, although you didn't know she had a lot of trouble. Like, yeah, well, she was part of that 27 club. Yeah, but here's a question. Mm-hmm. So Guns N' Roses just announced that they're reuniting yeah. for Coachella yeah. with basically the original lineup. And it's like... Everyone just wants to see Slash and Axel. Totally. I know there's also, what, Matt Sorum. Yeah. But then there's, like, a couple drummers where it's, like, their first drummer, Steven yeah. Adler, left after the first album. For sure. Then there's a, So it's, like, mainly you just want to see Slash yeah. and Axel. Here's my question. is They're doing Coachella, a couple festivals. Yeah. If they do, like, a big tour, like, if they come to Toronto and do the ACC, yeah. would you want to see a 50-year-old Guns N' Roses? Okay, so here's my problem with seeing Axel Rose. I didn't go to the concert at... Molson Amp where he showed up late and then it was like a piece of shit yeah. on stage. Having said that, I do like a lot of GNR songs. Of course. And so I do think it would be like nostalgically funny yeah. to go see them. And I think Slash is an amazing guitarist. And I've watched a lot of interviews of him on like previous channels I've worked on and talking about his like solo stuff. So I think that would be a good time spent. Yeah. Depend on how much tickets are. And I don't know if I'd want to see them. You're assuming hopefully Axel has his... Yeah, Axel has his shit together. They wouldn't come out three hours late, but it's yeah. like I would barely want to see them in their prime three hours late. Yeah. Do I want to see them past their prime, yeah. prime coming out an hour late? Yeah. Coming out like eleven thirty at night. That's true. Where Axel can't quite hit those high notes. He's got a gut and cornrows. <laughs> Slash is still cool. Does he still have a cornrows? No, I don't think he does. <laughs> he might. I am curious. I do like his Coachella. They stream it all on YouTube, so yeah. I, I will watch their set yes i don't know maybe i would want it's kind of like outcast when they got together two years ago mm. to play coachella mm. and at first i'm like oh i want to see them here in toronto right we couldn't get tickets and it's like oh apparently they weren't that good together because they haven't they haven't performed together they haven't so performed long. so you think slash and actual are gonna have that original chemistry again or mm. hard to say I, I do think it's like and i i'd only hope this would happen is like Bare Naked Ladies, like, Ed right. and Steve kind of, like, get their shit together again and, like, rekindle that love affair and they get back together to see them in concert again. Well, here's another question. Have you ever seen Aerosmith live? Because uh, they're going to be one of those bands. That, that is one of my bands that I need to see. Okay, so bands I need to now see before lead singers pass away. Uh, obviously, Aerosmith. Steven Tyler. I, I think he, American Idol is done this year. Yeah. But I know he's still kicking and doing his thing, but
but I've tried to see Aerosmith four times, and that's never happened. How have you not seen them four times? Because I keep getting dimed out of tickets. Really? Yeah. Or I'm away when they're here, and, like, so on and so forth. So that's one of them. I saw saw them about seven years ago, right before we started dating. Yeah, I know. Me and the guys. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Hey, I didn't dime you out of anything. I know. Um, And then the other band I would love to see before... There's actually a few. So, The Who... With Roger Daltrey. Haven't they not ever performed together in like no. 40 years? So they came after the the 9-11 attacks. They came together for right, like one a show, one show reunion tour. And so I think they're amicable. So they would perform together. So I would love to see The Who. Um, Play Pinball Wizard. Yeah, buddy. That's and then too weird though. Too good. And then I would also love to see, um, what you want to call it, uh, Counting Crows before Adam Duritz. Although he's a lot younger, but he, I don't think he's as, like... They still perform together. They still do perform together, and my biggest claim to fame was missing uh, Counting Crows performing with The Who at really? Wilson Amp, and Brandon dimed me out of those tickets. Really? Yeah, he gave my ticket away to somebody. Who did you give your ticket to? That's his friend Pat. <laughs> right? Well, here, here's, the, here's the problem with Counting Crows, is they do tour, but they tour casinos. So do you want to go to, like, Aurelia to see them? Well, we went to Aurelia to see Super Yeah, Super Tramp. Roger Roger? Roger Waters. Ew, Roger Hodgson's? Yeah. That was pretty dope. Yeah. I do think, though, we are hitting that scary time, like, this week. And I know deaths come in threes, typically. But, uh, yeah. Someone else died today. Who? Are you familiar with Curtis Blowfly? No, <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing at this. This is so horrible. I'll sh- Curtis Blowfly. He's um he's a seventies um hold on he's a seventies funk. Yeah. Think like Parliament that, but he's like a weird rapper guy. Okay. But he's like ninety years old. But this is Bl- Curtis Blowfly. <laughs> okay, he looks ridiculous. And no offense, like actually, no. You know what I just realized. <laughs> Who he sounds like. I'm going to get an audio clip of him. Okay. He sounds like, get over here, guy. who's super nice. Because I'm Curtis Blowfly. Stop trying to make Barry a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> you told me you like it when I do voices. Not that one. <laughs> but, um, yeah, they do come in three. You know what I feel bad for? So, Celine Dion, mm-hmm. you know, her husband passed her, away, unfortunately. Her, yeah, her husband, Renee, passed away. He's been sick for a while. I think this doesn't make it better. But I think what's shitty is that... You've known Renee has been sick, so it's something that, like, it's unfortunate that the family's had to go through this, and Renee, or Celine Dion has kind of been, like, public about it, but, um... But you know what happened? No. The next day, her brother died. Ah, oh, yeah. that's so rough. Yeah, like, that is tough. That shit's rough. But, like, not to take away from it, but it's, like, David Bowie and Alan Rickman, yeah. when they died, nobody knew they had cancer. No. Like, it was Did so... Did Alan Rickman have cancer? Yeah. See, I, I didn't know much about this guy. Yeah. How I, did you not know? He has, like, such a great no, um, I, resume. Alan Rickman? Yeah. I, I don't, I've never watched Harry Potter. I've what? seen two diehards. Didn't you go see Harry Potter with me? Yeah, well, he wasn't in it. Yes, he was. Professor Snape. Okay. Okay. But hold on. This is uh, to give tribute to Curtis Blowfly. This is what he sounds like. You ready? Yeah. Okay, this is Blowfly. Hold on. Ian Blowfly. Blowfly, I think it's See, amazing though. You are the original yeah. rapper. In fact, when I- Curtis Blowfly. So rest in peace to him. Yeah, uh, I only know him because Nardwar used to always interview him. Oh, I dig yeah. So tell me what Alan Rickman has been in. So Alan Rickman is an amazing British actor. British. British. 
And he unfortunately passed away on the 14th. He was also 69. Um, he's won uh, a Golden Globes. He's won uh, like a ton of awards for different uh, roles he's played. But some of the it was most the big ones. Uh, some of the more uh, prominent prominent ones. Thank you. Um, Harry Potter series. He's played Professor Mr. Owl. Professor Snape. Professor Snape. And so that one, he's in Sweeney Todd. He was in Die Hard. Yeah, but to be honest with you, I'm not a huge Die Hard. You know, what? I only like one Die Hard movie. What? The one with, with uh, Samuel L. Jackson. He was in that one. And, no, he wasn't. Yes, he was. He was in the first one. Die Hard 1988. No, that's not the one. What? That's the original Die Hard he's in. Jeremy Irons is in the Die Hard I'm talking about. Oh, I dig ya. I yeah. dig ya. I hear ya. Either I way, you. he's... An amazing actor. He has an amazing, captivating voice. And yes. that was really, and like, it was just really, like, also shocking because nobody knew he had cancer. What are you more sad for? When David Bowie passed away or Michael Jackson? David Bowie. Okay. I remember sitting in a car with Michael Santiago um, when I was working at Rogers. And we were going to get lunch and there was like we were at like John and Queen do those where was my invite I didn't know you yet I didn't know you I came in your office that day did you yeah it's 2009 and we're 2008 when this happened whoa I don't know when he died I came in your office to like try and sweet talk your ass and you're just like (laughs) Michael Jackson died I'm like do you need me to hold you? Yeah. <laughs> Can I go back to my place and no. I hold you? No. And so I remember driving and being like, whoa, Michael Jackson just died. That's crazy. Yeah. And then the other one that was really crazy was when <laughs> Maddie and yeah, me. That's a good story. Uh, so one time uh, there was a party going on at Club 605. Party over here. Party and over there. It was our friend oh. Batiman's ex-girlfriend's birthday party. And I got wasted off red wine. During the pre-drink, and so you just had to go to bed a little bit early. A little that bit day. early that day, and so everyone else went out to the bar and whatever, and hung out, and then I just went to sleep. So at about one a.m., uh, John and Maddie come back to the apartment, and I don't know why you came back with Maddie, because then we went outside to get food. Because she was staying over for some reason. Oh, okay. I, I don't remember. I don't know. Uh, she came. I think she was staying over. Yeah. And then we, I came to like say hello to you. Yeah, and you, you both came into the bedroom. <laughs> And then you were just like, I'm ready to go to the party. Because you thought it was like 10.30 yeah. or something. I'm like, no, it's uh, <laughs> it's like 2 in the morning. And then we're like, by the way, Whitney Houston died. Whoa! And then instantly I just wanted to sing like, I want to dance with somebody. With somebody to love. Don't you want to dance? Say you want to dance. <laughs> right? And I was like, holy shit. The power of red wine killed Whitney Houston. I know. So you're not allowed to go to bed early. No. On party nights. No. So that one was crazy. Uh, here's here's a band I'm glad I got to see, and I'm not because I'm worried that they're gonna croak or die mm-hmm. or anything, but Gorillas. We were Ooh. talking about this the other day. Gorillas is Damon Albarn's yeah. band. I'm happy I got to see them because they just don't tour. Totally. Because there's so many features, so yeah. much that goes into those songs and albums. Right. That it was like I guess five years ago they yeah. did a big tour for their Plastic Beach album, and they got everyone to come out, like everyone who's been on any of the songs, all the rappers, singers. Mm-hmm the guy from The Clash, and it's like, he just doesn't do it, because it's, it's so expensive doing right. a tour with, like, 60 people on totally. stage. So, and I told you I saw NERD open for them. Which is insane to me. Like, that's um, a show I wish I was I know, I'm like, why didn't, we were dating that. I don't know why you yeah. didn't come with us. Well, having said that, one of the concerts we missed and didn't go to 
um, I saw the Polyphonic Spree right. perform with David ah, Bowie yeah. at the ACC, probably. And so that was life-changing because they were the backing choir for Under Pressure. Wow. And so it was just amazing. Like, I don't know. That concert was life-changing. Is there any other band you're worried about that uh, you might miss out on seeing because of age or um, breaking up or something? I can't tell right now if I need to see Brian Wilson again. No. <laughs> I, I don't need to. I don't need really? to. Really? He's so sad when he goes out there. He comes I out know. and he wants to leave. I feel like we've seen him solo like yeah. three times. We've seen him with the Beach Boys. Yeah. And he got distracted by airplanes flying over top. <laughs> I feel. I just feel bad. I don't want to encourage him. I know. Yeah, that's true. It's he likes making music. Yeah, he's doesn't exploitive. So I don't think I need to see him again. Okay. But if you want to go by all no, means, no, no, no. I would also want to see Elton John maybe one more time. He was pretty good. He was decent. I wouldn't mind paying less than four hundred dollars to see him though. <laughs> Sorry. You're here now, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> it, it's a long game. It's a good investment. Yeah, exactly. Which is good. Another band I want to see is Jamiroquai. Yes. Miranda uh, scene. Oh, I know. He came so, dance song yeah. like 10 years ago when they came here. Probably. Oh. But there's bands like we've seen The Darkness who, you know, yeah. Justin Hawkins could always go on a bender and never come back. Right. But uh, I think those are all pretty much the bands I wish yeah. to see and, and everything. I think it's just always crazy. And it's always bizarre when... It's like pre-Oscar season, Grammys, etc. And they always do like the in-memoriam stuff. And I can't imagine like the editors working on that and being like, holy shit. Now these like, like obviously it's really sad like production crews and everyone who passes away. But like these huge heavy hitters who are like influencers in the industry pass away. Like do they have to go back and like re-edit like right. the whole reel and stuff? Yeah, no, I agree. So, well. Yeah. Since we're talking about music and we're about 30 minutes in, this might be a good time to break things up with a game. Okay. Do you want to play around and hit the post? Sure. This is Hit the Post. Do it, let's hit the post. Hat trick, motherfucker. Should we keep shit legit and do David Bowie hit the post? I was actually thinking that. Yeah. Um, do you have David Bowie on your phone? Uh, or can you... Um, actually, I can play it from my uh, iTunes. Okay. So... But you can't look at the song. No. Um, which, who's going first? Um, me. Okay, which song? Do you want me to choose a song and all the info? Yeah. Okay, so you're going to do... Wait, wait. i got to write it. You're going to do Space Oddity. Oh. By, okay. uh, the, and this might not work because he might not have too many uh, intros. Which is good. That's when music was better. Uh... Space Oddity. It's been a while since we played this game. And you are at sixty-nine sixty-nine the hammer. Out okay. in um, Willow, New Brunswick. I just made that Willow, place. Willow, New Brunswick, okay. And this is a David Bowie tribute show. You're doing the Midnight <coughs> Gold Rush. Has he already passed away? He just passed away four days ago. Midnight Gold Rush. Rush. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Why don't you just put Space Oddity on your phone, and on YouTube? Okay, this is take two. I've put it on my phone. Ready? Yeah. Okay, and go. Coming to you live from 6969 The Hammer, from Willow, New Brunswick. It's a sad week. This is the Midnight Gold Rush. This is Space Oddity from prolific influencer David Bowie. We are coming at you with a memoriam song. Ground control to make <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll give you one point. I'll give you. What? I'll give you a half. Why half? Because you kind of 
You gave too much dead air. How much dead air? That was like a you solo. gave about two clicks. Two clicks of dead air. Fuck you. You know what? I think we should just go to my list of songs that are prearranged. No, we're doing David Bowie tribute. I get to pick a song. And okay. this is only because you don't know David Bowie. You're getting all nervous. Yeah? <laughs> but so, yeah, okay. So what? Okay, well then. Let's do... Pick a good one, please. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, ready? Yeah. This song is called Ashes to Ashes okay. by David Bowie. So good. Okay. And your station is 92.3. Okay. The universe. Okay. You are in Sudbury, Ontario. Okay. It's four days after David Bowie's death. Copycat. <laughs> okay. Hold on. When you're ready. Let's do this. Well, a little technical difficulties over there. <laughs> what up, everybody? Hey, everybody. It's Barry over here at 92.3 The Universe. And we're getting ready to listen to Ashes. There, I did it. No. I said we're getting ready to listen to Ashes. <laughs> I did it perfectly. That basically, if I lost half a beat, you literally went over two beats. Yeah, I just like stopped dead no. center. This song's so good. Okay, uh, let's try another one. Another David Bowie yeah. one? Or should I just give like the normal list? No, David Bowie. I um, got one for you. Okay. Do you want to try again? Sure. Give me one that's not like four seconds in. I had a whole thing. But this is the thing. It's an era where you're not trying to waste logical time. You're not friggin' jerking off to yourself and making a four minute intro like fucking musicians today. Okay, so the song is Modern Love. Okay. By David Bowie. Okay. The station is 103.5. Okay. In Victoria, BC. Okay. It is rush hour. Okay. Going home. Okay. And there's a tractor trailer accident on the freeway. Okay. Well, you guys are doing the rush hour truck drive downtown to beautiful Victoria, BC. And we're listening to My Boy, Modern Love by David Bowie, which is always great. There, I did it. No, still not starting. This He's is talking. like the talking part. Get going. This is song so bullshit. Uh, let's start it again. I can't do this song. Why? Because he's talking. No, we've always gone over. This is what happens when we don't play games in a while. No, this is why we should stick to the song. No, the songs you've already listened to. That no, I haven't listened. <laughs> no, Fine, I'm... hit me with it. I'm one, you're nothing. Let's do one more real one. Okay. See, this is good. You're going to do 7-4 Shoreline by Broken what? Social Scene. Okay, hold on. Because you got some time to live life here. Ugh. It's a little rocky. I can already tell. I'm going to get a, a call from my dad being like, I told you to do some games and you messed them up. What is this? 7-4 seven four Shoreline. 7-4 Shoreline. By Broken Social Scene. Shoreline. Feel free to steal my DJ okay. voice. Social. Okay. And... You are at 76.7. 76.7. Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta. And you just recently turned from a hip-hop station to indie rock. <laughs> hip, we, wait, <laughs> hip-hop? You used to be a rap station. Rap station now you're indie, rock. indie rock station. How are we still all employed there? And your place is called The Trap House. <laughs> uh, okay. And your name's DJ Finesse. <laughs> Stop giving me these things. I gotta make up for this bullshit you're doing. What? <laughs> bullshit you gave me earlier. Fine. Ready? Gonna end strong. Okay. Okay.
Okay, you ready? Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Hey guys, this is DJ Finesse coming at you, 10 p.m. You're just driving around trying to find something to do. You know, it's really interesting at 76.7. We try and, you know, have a slow burn from our old life to our indie start. So this is 74 Shoreline by Broken Social Scene, an amazing Canadian band we want you to check out. There's like 18 people in it from other bands. This is The Trap House with DJ Fitness, 74 Shoreline. Coming at you, and I forget what else. First, first of all, there's some amazing things that happened there. What? You went from DJ Finesse to DJ Finesse. Finesse. I can't speak to And you, I was like, wow, if you used to be a hip-hop station, your name was DJ Finesse, and you talked like that, I'm like, you're going to have an easy transition into rock. Shut up. I was for that. DJ Finish was my favorite part. I'm sleepy. Okay. DJ Finish at the trap uh, house. Okay. This is, um, that, right. that made up for those first couple. Ready? Yeah. So your song <laughs> is uh, by your favorite band. Okay. One Direction. Ooh. <laughs> song is Steal My Girl. Ooh. Channel is 103.2. Okay. Uh, hormone. Hormone. FF. Okay. Your DJ Twist. Okay. And it is the morning commute on the last day of school. Okay. Oh, and you're in uh, Windsor, Ontario. Okay. Hi, guys. It's DJ Twist from 103.2 Hormone FM. And I'm really happy to be talking about my favorite band, One Direction. And this goes out to Sally, who I asked out on the last day of school. And I really wish Zane was still on the band, One Direction, because I really like this. But I don't like my old friend, Steve, because he stole my girl. And this is Steal Your Girl by One Direction. Bye. Boom! That may have been the best one I've ever done. No, that was horrible. Uh, you horrible. didn't say it's the last day of school. I did. I still asked someone out on the last day of school. Horrible. I went from squeaky voice to deep voice. I don't know. I'm giving you one more. Obviously, you picked all these songs. You love all these songs. No, I You listen to One Direction <laughs> as much as that, what, 10-year-old kid you were just discussing. <laughs> <laughs> so. I picked these songs because I know they got a bit of an intro. Anyways. I'm going to give you one you know. Go. You're getting Zombie by the Cranberries. Okay. And you are Lady Fun Fun. <laughs> <laughs> Lady Fun Fun? Fun Fun. What's Fun Fun? I don't know. Fun Fun. Okay. You probably like Lady Gaga and you just changes it from G and A to F and O. Okay. And you are at 99.6 Toronto. See? Okay. <laughs> 99.6 yeah, Toronto. It's, your station's called Toronto and you are in um, Bakersfield, California. Which is where the new show Baskets is set. Oh, Callie. And, um, you alright? My watch was tingling. Was it? Did someone message you? I don't know. Time to stand up. (laughs) (laughs) And basically, you are, it's 2016, but you think you're trapped in the 90s. Why do you always give me... Well, you're late fun fun at Toronto Station. 2016, but I'm trapped in the 90s? You just, basically, you just love the 90s. Of course I do. Exactly. So I'm giving you, I'm helping you out here. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Zombie. 
Hey guys, this is Lady Fawn Fawn coming <laughs> from 99.6 Toronto in Bakersfield, Cali. We got an oldie, but it's not that old, right? This is Zombie by the Cranberries, your favorite grunge, angry Dolores Orion. You may have seen them on The Bachelor performing Linger, but this is their heyday song. It's what made them the famous off of the song Everybody, or the album Everybody's Doing It, So Why Can't We? Um, Cranberries have come out with so many albums, you just want them to have a reunion. There's nothing to tell you about what's going on this weekend. You know, there's some activities, some festivals to check out, but this is Zombie by the Cranberries at 99.6 Toronto. I give you that. There you go. Don't try and fool me, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Botty boy. Botty boy. That was really good. Yeah, we jammed to that song on Wednesdays. You really? Yeah. Should I do one more? Yeah. And then we'll end this. Yeah. That I'm one? picking the song. Okay. So I think you. Do <laughs> you think it's rigged? Yeah, of course I you think it's rigged. You played this game in four months. Yeah. And all of a sudden you think I've been yeah, practicing. Yeah, I don't know what you were doing outside there while I was working. You're uh, fucking I wasn't diddling myself, I'll tell you that <laughs> Okay. Uh, the song will be hmm, <laughs> Where It's At by Beck. Ooh. Keeping with the 90s theme. Okay. And... <laughs> Yes. You are at 94.4. Okay. Um, Tennessee. <laughs> Tennessee. Maple, Tennessee. Okay. And you are also in love with the 90s, even though it's 2016. Okay. <laughs> That's why I gave you. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll tell you guys where it's at, exactly to say you are at 94.4 Maple, Tennessee. And ooh, boy, to hear that sound gets me going in the morning. This is my cup of coffee because you know why? I always know where it's at. I know where it's at. It's 1994. That's where it's at right now. And it's Maple, Tennessee. I'm getting ready for the big Maple Farm flourish going on today. And uh, you know, Beck, I don't really mess with his new stuff. People think he's great. He's got this Morning Faves album. I want to know what the two turntables are. I want to know if he's still a loser. I want to know what that weird thing is on his album cover. That's why I know where it's at. Do you know where it's at? I don't know where it's at anymore. I'm sick in the head. I don't go to a therapist anymore. I should. This is back. Let's get it, baby. Whoa! Now, what I said didn't make any sense. No, not at all. You I, can't talk like that. But I hit the post, which is kind of nice. Legit. So, that's good. <laughs> what? That's how you play at the post. <laughs> what? Do it, let's hit the post. Hat trick, motherfucker. Well, I will say, when you started doing Zombie by the Cranberries, I actually haven't heard that song in so long. Really? That when I heard it, it like flashed me back to the 90s. Yeah. And just being like a little kid listening to that song and just being mm-hmm. scared. Like, I put me yeah. in my house as a kid listening to the song yeah. and I'm like, whoa, this is like eerie. I remember when oh. Dan was... Like pitching, I think the cranberries were playing like Molson Amp or something, and yeah. he's like, "Oh, let's get tickets!" And I fully wanted to go to that show. Why didn't you guys go? So if they ever went to um, that, because I don't think we were here. But if the cranberries ever came back, I would love to see them in concert. You know, the lead singer lives in Toronto. Oh, hundred percent. Her and um, Prince live in Toronto, and they're both Jehovah's Witnesses, and they go door to door. What? Why aren't they coming to our door? Because they're not doing it. Do after. you have to let it linger? Linger. Do you have to? 
Do you have to? Do you have to let it linger? It's a good song. I also like Dreams. Yeah, I love Dreams. That reminds me of the Babysitter's Club. I think I've seen it. Yes. So, why don't we tell people what we did Friday night? What about the rest of this week? I want to tell one story. I don't know what happened this week. You so, let me know. on Wednesday, I believe, I um, <laughs> went with my work crew for a wedding shower, went to ball the ballroom for a bowling party, and I am the shittiest bowler known to man. Okay. And so I don't know if I told you that I took out somebody with a bowling ball. What? <laughs> no. So remember the time when we went golfing and like somehow physics played yeah. a hand in this and geometry where we were at the docks and I flung a ball and tried to hit it and it went off a pillar beside me and deck somebody in the gut. Of course I remember that. This time, I picked up an eight-pound ball, and it was like, you know when it gets stuck on your thumb? Uh, Like, it's yes. in too far. Like, you're not supposed to, like, hook your fingers into it. You're not supposed to it. finger it too hard. What? So, anyways, and so I ended up getting an eight-pound ball, and I guess my thumb was in it really hard, but then my two, like index and middle fingers weren't in those like other holes <laughs> this so, is all going to be the sponsorship so don't tell so, me i don't put you in the sponsorship right, girl. and so when i was in Sponsor one lane the other lane i think um lanny one of my co-workers was in the other side and alexis and amber were saying something behind me and so i turned around when i was about to go roll it and then it accidentally dropped on Lanny's side oh of her God. lane and like took out her shin essentially what? and so I felt really bad yeah. but then the second time I was going to go up after that had happened I started laughing so hard because then I dropped the ball again and then it did the slowest roll up uh, the lane wah, wah. where this woman had physically had to go retrieve it because it stopped it stopped midway between the, like, the pins in the front and I'm like can I go on the lane and go get it but yeah when was that, the last time you went bowling before this probably day. like a year ago at my previous gig yeah oh and we were in the same bullshit lane where the lights didn't work gutter ball gutter ball uh well that's okay i've been bowling with someone before who instead of naturally rolling it they threw it in the air <laughs> and it was very uncomfortable being next to that person See, like, that's the thing i feel like i'm like a stone's throw better than that i was bowling over the christmas break on wii I played. Oh, I was lane. like, "What?" I think you said on weed, and I'm <laughs> like, weed, "What?" Weed man. No. So bananas. So that's fun. Mm-hmm. And then what else happened this week? So on Friday we went to go see the movie The Revenant. Oh boy. Not to be confused with The Reverend, or is what the we kept calling it. Rural juror. Rural juror. And so. <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay. Yeah. Have some water. So for those of you guys who don't know, uh, The Revenant stars. Leonardo DiCaprio in his, yet his another plea for an Oscar role. Um, it also stars uh, Tom Hardy. Is that right? Yeah, Mad Max. Mad Max. Mad and Max. so The Revenant, and I actually didn't really know anything about it besides what John told me and lied about was something. I never there. lied to you. You fully lied because then yesterday <laughs> when we went to the club and I told the same thing you've been telling me for a month no. is exactly what you denied when I finally told a third party person. First of all, there was rumors in the movie that he gets raped by a bear. Secondly, I always told you there are rumors. 
Thirdly, we saw the movie in person. Yeah. Does he get raped by a bear? I don't know. <laughs> I kept thinking he did, the way the sounds were. All <laughs> 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 right. So, basically, The Revenant, uh, for those of you guys who don't know, it's about a frontiersman on a fur trading expedition. In the 1820s, he fights for survival after being mauled by a bear and left for dead by members of his own hunting team. So he plays Hugh Glass. Hugh Leonardo, Glass. Hugh Glass, Leonardo DiCaprio. Tom Hardy plays Fitzgerald. I like that name, Fitzgerald. And so, yeah. The movie, what do you give it on the Fastbender scale? Yo, yo, yo. How many Michael Fastbenders do you get out of 10, boy? Damn, dog. You get eight, because that white boy crazy. Um, 8.5. Oh, wow, okay. What about you? I give it probably eight. Yeah, okay. Let's let's, let's uh, brainstorm this. So IMDb gave it 8.3 out of 10. And I think for me it was by director Alejandro Gonzalez and actor two or something. A.K.A. And Birdman director. Doom, doom, ch- A.K.A. Um, whatchamacallit, Harry Potter third uh, yeah. uh, Prisoner of Azkaban. Last Prisoner of Azkaban. Right? And so With Harold I think, Ray- with No, what's that guy's name? Alan Arkin. Alan Rickman. <laughs> You're such a jackass. I don't know the name. So anyway, so... What the one things I didn't like, and I'm glad I didn't go into this movie actually knowing anything about it, was except for potential bear raping. Yes, it was the fact that it was probably again half an hour too long. Yeah, and parts of it to me felt like we were just watching Wolf of Wall Street, him struggle on his knees, and it felt like too long. It's like, I get it. He's been mauled by this bear. Yeah. And left for dead. Left for dead. I don't need to see, like, every single, like, lasting inch of effort he has to get up a hill. No. And so the weird thing, what I didn't like about it, this isn't really giving anything away, is that they would spend, like, ten minutes trying to watch Leonardo (laughs) DiCaprio on his, like, broken legs climb up a hill yeah. and like you see the time lapse of how long it took via like how they Hair shot it and right and then all of a sudden he's at the top of an Everest mountain he looks down he finally sees fresh water yeah. he literally is down there eating a fish in like five seconds that's true and I'm like what the fuck and then the other side of it was by the time him and the um, villain get together Tom Hardy you think, like, you've already been in the theater for two hours at this point? Yeah. Are they now going to spend another hour dissecting how that meeting is going to happen? Right. So, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it was a half hour too long, too much crawling. Mm-hmm. But having said that, I thought Tom Hardy was amazing in it. Yeah. Is he nominated? He is, for Best Supporting Actor. Yeah. That's why Oscar's so white. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought the it was shot really beautifully. I think... It was shot in Calgary. Half part of it. it half and of half it. it. The other half Argentina, I believe. Yeah. The opening scene, unbelievable. The bear scene's really cool. Bear scene is really good. Like, I thought they did it really well. The film is actually, like, super violent as well. Very violent. Uh, it was a little sad not to see Leonardo DiCaprio with the Boston accent. I won't lie to <laughs> you. I wish he had one. Yeah. But uh, I think he did well. Do you yeah. think he deserves an Oscar for this? Um, no. I, I think agree. there's been other roles. I feel like he's acted far superior in it. But it is that thing where if you change the sex... Um, yeah. To be another kind of character, if you're uh, like struggling, it's kind of like his castaway. Right. I feel like, and so I think if you do anything out of that, wear prosthetics, take on a new gender, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, you have a better license with the Academy to garner that award. Definitely. 
But no, it was a fun movie, a little mm-hmm. too long. Yeah. But why don't we talk a little bit about the Oscars then, mm-hmm. since we're... They announced on Thursday the new Oscar nominations. Mm-hmm. Which I still haven't actually read all of them yet. And we, we always try and see all of the Oscar movies. Like, even when we just started dating, yeah. we were like, okay, let's make a plan to try and, like, go and watch them all. Well, here, I'll list out some of the nominees and stuff. You tell me, even though we haven't, <coughs> haven't seen all these, excuse me. Mm-hmm. We did watch the Golden Globes that were on last week and had a pretty good indication of some of the films that would have been nominated. Exactly. So, for Best Actor, I'll just tell you right now, yeah. what we couldn't remember any of them. No. There's Eddie Riegman for The Danish Girl, where yep. he plays transgender. He was, yep. Michael Fassbender for Steve Jobs. Yep. Brian Tr- Cranston for Trumbo. Oh, wow. Matt Damon for The Martian. And yeah. Leo for The Revenant. So, so, you know what, with that category, I think Leo, even though I haven't seen The Danish Girl, yeah. I feel like that's probably a really good role. Yeah. The Martian was good. But I don't think it was it's anything. Not Oscar ex- good. It's not Oscar good. Like, yeah, it was decent Golden Globe good, but I don't think it's like a life-changing role for Matt Damon. I haven't seen Steve Jobs, but I love the story. I love Steve Jobs. I just yeah. don't know if... Michael yeah. Fassbender, there's much to it. Yeah, the weird thing about that film is that I know it wasn't in the theater that long and it didn't get, like, a lot of praise, but for the Academy, it's getting a lot of, like, acting and writing praise and such. Trumbo, Brian Cranston, obviously he's going to be good in anything he does, mm-hmm. but the problem is I don't really want to see The Danish Girl. I don't really want to see Trumbo. No. So it may be, like, I can't really judge. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing Steve Jobs. Yeah. A lot of people in it. So maybe Leo, it seems like it's a weak list you like a lot of people were upset that the guy who played easy e didn't get nominated oh my god he was so good he's so good or um, has paul giamatti not nominated is he nominated in anything um let's see uh so for best actress mm-hmm. there's brie larson for room which i still want to see yeah. charlotte rampling for 45 years no never idea. heard of kate blanchett for carol yeah Swarzy Ronan for Brooklyn. Okay. And this one pissed me off. What? Jennifer Lawrence for Joy. Ugh. Stop nominating this chick. I know. For doing it's the so same brutal. films with the same actors and same directors. So brutal. We get it, you're quirky. Yeah. Um, and I'm pissed off that Wiz Khalifa didn't get nominated for Best Original Song for the Paul Walker tribute. Which is bananas, because isn't that like the highest downloaded song or something? Yeah. In, like the most, of all time? The most watched video on YouTube with billions of views. Yeah. All right, so here's Best Supporting Actor. You're asking okay. about Paul Giamatti. Mark Ruffalo for Spotlight. Okay. So, Which we want to see. Yeah, I want to see it. Sylvester Stallone for Creed. Oh, you might get it. Christian Bale for The Big Short. Yeah. Mark Reinklass for Bridge of Spies. No and Tom Hardy for The Revenant, who I'm pushing for him. I feel like they'll give it to Stallone out of, like... So here's my thing with the Oscars. You're obviously walking a fine line with trying to appeal to a young demographic... And an older demographic, because those are the people who traditionally uh, watch the Oscars live. And so I think it's like, if you're going to give one Oscar to, like, a Jennifer Lawrence, you're going to give the other one to Sylvester Stallone. That's a good point, actually. That's a good way of looking at it. And so then it's like, if you're going to give one Oscar to Leonardo DiCaprio, you're going to give the other one to... Kate Blanchett. Exactly. So Here's the best pictures. Some of them I want to see, some of them I don't. Mm Mm-hmm. Bridge of Spies. No idea now, what that is. It's Steven Spielberg directed, and Tom Hanks plays. It's like during the World War II, he's a guy who can like read no, Morse code. Yeah, exactly. Fuck you. Wasn't that the other one with Benedict Cumberbatch? Basically, Morse yeah, it's all Morse. <laughs> you play um, a different sex, or you talk about Morse code. Exactly, you get an Oscar. You get an Oscar. 
boom, you've been roasted. <laughs> <laughs> so also nominated, which is the movie I want, is Mad Max, yeah. Fury Road, which big up that they actually nominated totally. them. Totally. Then there's The Reverend. Mm-hmm. Revenant? The Revenant. The Rural Juror. There's The Spotlight, which I yeah. want to see. The Martian, which we've seen. Mm-hmm. The Big Short, which I... Eh. eh. Room, which I really want to see. Mm-hmm. And Brooklyn. Mm-mm. So I feel like... I feel like Mad Max, to me, Martian was great. Yeah. The Martian was good. Yeah. Too long. The Mad Max did, did not feel too long. No. It, and I we think rewatched it, and it still didn't feel too long. Yeah. Okay, so those are best pictures. Uh, who do you think, even though we haven't seen them all? Um, I do think it'll end up being something of a nature of, like, The Martian or... Yeah. Um, I would like to think Mad Max. I just don't think Mad Max. Okay, here's the last one. I'll do the best directors. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty... Okay, I'll, I'll mention this. So, mm-hmm. first up is Tom McCarthy for Spotlight. Mm-hmm. I don't even know who that is. Uh, mm-hmm. Then there's Alejandro So-and-so Kill for The Revenant. Yeah. Lenny Abrahamson yeah. for Room. Big Short, Adam McKay. Yeah. And Mad Max Fury Road, uh, what's his face? Yeah. Um, George Miller. So, I think George Miller, although I do think The Revenant was very well directed. Yeah. The one movie I'm surprised didn't get nominated, which I think should, uh... Is The Martian. Yeah. Because it's a you're in space. Yeah. It looks like you're in space. Yeah, Ridley that, Scott. Ridley Scott. That's really good directing. Like, you know what's weird, though, to me, though, is that, and I was reading the IMDb for The Revenant, which is why I think it will win, is that Tom Hardy has been quoted to being, like, it, it was really difficult to work with Alejandro. Yeah, I and, read like, that. he, like, he strangled Alejandro or something. Yeah, I read right? that. Right? And yeah. so, like, that's the kind of shit. It's, like, that's what makes, like... People quit on that cast and crew, and, like, it was just, like, super, like, an arduous process, so I think he'll just get it because he's so intense to work with, so that's, like, a feat in itself. Yeah, and didn't he win last year for Birdman? Yeah, which I hate. Yeah, Birdman was stupid. Yeah. I just think George Miller, this guy's, like, 77 years old, directing this giant action movie with all these practical stunts, not all CGI or or whatever, so it'll be interesting. We'll see what happens. You know the one thing that, like, like irked me was like maybe it was like Mm. steve jobs is like biopic right then there's like there's all like these different like following one person picks like the martian is following the botanist right and whatnot but like straight out of compton is kind of like a biopic is it not yeah some might say so here's here's the thing i want to talk about Mm -hmm. everyone who got nominated was white yeah don't so straight out of compton people were pissed off it didn't get a best movie nomination it didn't get a best director it got a best screenplay nomination written by two white guys Uh, but there's no people of color basically and it was like a lot of I think it's just ridiculous, and I think it's a little sad because some of the categories seem super weak this year. Yeah, that I'm like, why wouldn't you put some other people of like not even? This is the other thing. I don't even want to say why is there nobody who's black. It's like why is there nobody of any other nationality? Asian, Indian, Native American, black. Like that's the other thing. It's like you have an Aboriginal cast for like the Reverend. The Reverend. Why (laughs) was like the son not nominated? Yeah. Right. Or that guy who ate like the bison spleen exactly and so i don't know yeah Whatever. it's just dumb it's like it's all old white people who are nominating you or doing this and that it will oh, be man, interesting I, hope I don't turn to an old white guy i hope you don't but I, I think it's also like um i think it's funny that chris rock is hosting even though i'm not like i don't know what chris rock does anymore but yeah. i do think it's like kind of hilarious that, oh, I'm got excited a, for that. The, the academy got a black individual to host an yeah. all-white year for sure right 
we got a few more things to talk about, then we'll wrap it up, because we're just at that hour. Mm -hmm. Since we're on movies and television, why don't we talk about the new show we just got into? Yeah, so I guess, like, I think I'm the one who told you we should watch this, because neither of us, like, knew about this, and it wasn't even me, it was, like, a friend, two friends at work were talking about Mr. Robot, which is a USA Network um, original series about this kid who's, like, a hacker. He's, like, a mid-20s. Uh, he works in like cybersecurity, but he's this brilliant hacker. And he goes around. If he sees bad people, he hacks their lives and gets them like in trouble, basically. Totally. And so the other aspect of him is that he has like a huge social anxiety disorder, and he basically um, like gets recruited by this uh, cult called F Society. Yeah, it's like an underground hacking. Think of like an anarchist group. Like anonymous, those hackers. And so, what on the fast bender scale do you give Mr. Robot? Yo, yo, yo. How many micro fast benders do you get out of 10, boy? Damn, dog. You get eight, because that white boy crazy. Well, we're only three episodes in, but I'm going to give it 8.63. What about you? I'll give it 8.5 as well. I do think what I like about it is that it came out in probably, like I think, the, the fall summer, or summer, summer I think. of 2015, so it is pretty current. The references in it are, like, super up-to-date. Yeah, they are. They're up um, there. Which is amazing. It stars the actor who's in it, I was told, is, like, super creepy because of his eyes. <laughs> yeah, his weird eyes. Uh, so he's this Egyptian actor named... Um. Uh, Rami uh, Malik. Yeah. Um, and so it's kind of crazy. He's been in other things like Need for Speed. Really? Um, Night at the Museum, like both of them, essentially. Okay. Um, and so he's like kind of more so this unknown, but he carries the uh, series really Oh, he's well. unbelievable in it. I and think. then some of the other stuff, of like some of the other characters in the show are so creepy yeah. to watch. And like Christian Slater's in it. He does a Deese job. Yeah, but- I was going to say, he's the one guy I just don't know if I like him that much in yeah. it. I like everyone in the show. Yeah. Christian Slater's all right. I just don't, I don't know. I think the one thing and that we're trying to figure out right now, so for those of you guys Watching the series, yeah, this isn't giving anything. Only three episodes in, so so we can't tell right now if this series plays out like a Dexter because it's very similar to Dexter with the voiceover yeah. and Dark Passengers and all that kind of stuff. Right. Um. So I am like really curious to see how it goes, but I'm glad we both found a new series because like kind of like how we were seeing with Cam and Ferris today when we went out for brunch. It's very much like a lot of series are coming back now, but we're in still like probably like a month before the ones we watch are coming back. So this is yeah. a good series to catch on to. Yeah, I, I definitely recommend you guys watch it. I told my folks to watch totally. it, so hopefully they do, and I'll uh, mm-hmm. get my dad's opinion next mm-hmm. time. So why don't we do you want to talk about Saturday and then yeah, end it maybe? Because totally. I think we pretty much discussed the week. Yeah, so Saturday was a really awesome long day. Um, we did a bunch of various things, but I guess the main chunk of it was my brother and my sister-in-law went to Florida for um, their birthdays and it was the first time they had left Ben or nephew at home for like anything longer than three hours Yeah. Um, with anyone. So they were gone for about three and a half days Yeah. and each of us like on our family kind of took turns watching and hanging out with Ben just so it felt like normal time. So we were actually in the burbs from about 11. We left the house at like 10. Yeah. And we didn't get back home till about 10.30 that night. Yeah. And so even between that, I went to our other friend, Dee and Arthur's house, to, like, take pictures 
of their new son, Ronan, yeah. while you sat with Ben while he was taking a nap. Yeah, and then it was like I, pl- I had to hang out with him. You hung out with him. We played soccer in the park. We went bike. We went for a bike ride. Yeah. Hung out, played body slam. I found out he loves toilet humor. Toilet humor. We played Finding Nemo or watched Finding Nemo and played hide and go seek. Yeah. Um. So it was a really great long day, and I think by the time we were driving home, we went and got a little Caesars. Yeah, two little Caesars. Two little hot and ready. I love your hot and ready pizza. It was good. I think I ate it too fast last night because I was so hungry. I know we didn't really eat much yesterday. No. We had a bowl of cereal at nine in the morning. Then I think we. Had a, a half, half a, a sub, sub at like we only had six. half of a half. Yeah, so I had a three-inch sub at about six thirty. And then we ate again at about ten thirty. And then it was also a friend of the podcast, Ben. Yeah. Um, his birthday at the hideout, which is awesome because we did my birthday there two years ago. Yeah. And so very much to like our John and I rally. So we left the apartment at about eleven and fifteen. Yeah. And got to um, what you call it, the hideout at about. Like eleven thirty, eleven forty five, yeah, and chilled there till about one thirty, yeah, which was awesome. They had this great nineties band playing. The lead singer was a little douchey. Yeah, I just, I just liked the band a lot. I just didn't think he had the, I just didn't like his voice, his yeah. singing voice. Other than that, I thought the yeah. band was fantastic. So it was great because they were doing like Rage Against the Machine. They did wow. some David Bowie, some Weezer, some Chili Peppers and stuff. But what it was great was like obviously hanging out with all the friends. But what I liked about the demographic there, for whatever reason, were we were somehow the youngest people we're no, in that we're bar. We're no longer ever the youngest at a bar. Yeah, we're like the middle of the road kind of demo. But th- but this time somehow everybody was like in their 40s around us. For sure. Or like late 30s, like early 40s, which made me feel great about life. Yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. I was just exhausted. I definitely enjoyed being there, but I'm like, yeah. oh, I can't dance or move. I'm yeah. just going to stand here and have a drink. Um, but yeah, it got like packed at like 1.30. Like, I know. I felt like that was bizarre. There's still a huge lineup outside, Yeah, too. to get in. So we were clearly at the place where it's at. I know. And then I woke up this morning just dead to the world, like exhausted. Yeah. My bones were sore. My eyes were jelly. It's like all this shit. <laughs> so we went to have brunch with Ferris and Cam at yeah. the Bishop. Mm-hmm. And we had your favorite waiter. Oh, I was like, oh, we're going to this place. I like the restaurant, but I'm like, I just hope this one waiter's not there because he like makes me nervous. <laughs> he was just like too intense. He's too intense and like he always gets into our conversations in a very awkward I way. I just feel like... All right, he's a char- he's a charmer, but I'm like yeah. I feel like he's just too smooth. I don't yeah, know. I'm I don't just know. like he made me nervous. I would always come in and like talk, like say yeah. something weird. And so I guess the other side, I was really happy. So my claim to fame today was that I said to John I wanted to get a new winter jacket because I've had my jacket for eight years Damn. because I got it right before Obama's inauguration. Was George Bush still the president? Yeah, George Bush was still president at this time. He was leaving office because I got it for when. I was going to the inauguration in January. Yeah. And so it's almost eight years to the day, right? Okay. And so, or like the year almost, that I got this coat. And so I was like, you know what? It's time for a new coat. And I yeah, had a gi- I had a gift card to the Bay. And so John and I, because we were up near uh, Church and Bloor, we ended up walking to the Hudson Bay. And we were looking at Red Sack jackets. And I found one I liked. And I always make the mistake, exactly like the Apple Watch, I don't look at the price before I try on the coat, which I really should. And so we tried on a coat. And I was like, okay, it's okay. But it didn't, it was too big. It was like a cape. Yeah. Then we found another one right beside it. And I tried it on and I really liked it. 
And so you liked it too, and we were like, oh, how much is it? And it was $900, and we are like, whoa. whoa. But then it was 50% off that, yeah. plus an additional 15% off that, yeah. plus my discount that I got um, with my gift card. So I only ended up paying $120 yeah. for this um, $900 jacket, which I was good. super stoked about. So I think all in all, it's been a success of a week. I think so, and that... Uh that brings us to the end of this episode. I can't believe we only have two episodes left. I know. We'll have to plan something big for the finale, but uh, we got a big week coming up for sure. Totally. I'm excited. You're coming to the studio with me tomorrow. We'll see. We'll Ooh. see. We'll see. We'll figure that out. Yeah. Um, I hope we can play These Eyes by the Guess Who. Of course you can. That's, i got to play that of song. Of course you will. Uh, yeah, we'll see how the week goes. Lots going on. Yeah. Um... Who do you think we should make the band of the week? Whoever you want, John. David Matt. Bowie we have as the band of the week. Thank you. Do you have a certain song you want to do? Um, in honor of David Bowie and in honor of Benjamin, I feel like it should be Changes. Changes. All right, I'll just scratch out Starman. Or Starman. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we can do Starman. Don't say I never do nothing. No, do for Starman. Do no, Starman. No, 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 no. I like Starman better. There's a star. Starman waiting in the wings. Something, something, something. Something, something, something. Let the children play it. Let the children play it. Let the children play it. Let's sing, I want it because I like singing that song. Let's sing that. Let's do Starman. Yes. Why did my voice crack? I don't know. I work for Wimpy's. I was about to say, are you still on 86.6 The, the Bear? bear. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into it. This Starman by Rest in Peace, David Bowie. Um, I know you're still rocking on in the free world. Yeah, and Bowie's in space. Bowie's in space. <laughs> uh, all the ways to get in contact with our asses. Live at 605, uh, facebook.com slash live at 605. Mm-hmm. I'll do more posting this week, so go there Same and like days. all my posts. Uh, I'm at Malencamp on your... Malencamp. <laughs> I need to eat some food. I'm at Malencamp on your Twitter and your Instagrams. I'm at ValGomez23 on Insta and Twitter. And on iTunes. iTunes, drop us a comment and subscribe to the page because every comment you leave for us pushes us back into the news and noteworthy. So until next week, I'm your boy, John. I am your podcaster, Val. And you can be... Hungry. Mm-hmm. Get over here, girl. No! This is Barry. Have a great night. Then the loud sound that seemed to fight, I, I came back like a slow voice on a wave of
John Mallon. And Val Gomez.